Hello, Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to the first episode for 2024 of Everybody's Got Mental Health. It's me, Jim and Vicky, as usual, and we're here to chat to you today about the January blues. How are you, Vicky? Have you had a good New Year's? I have indeed. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, very good. Very good. What about you? Yeah, you know, I did what I normally do at New Year and ignored people. <laughs> The question is, did you do something good for you? Yeah. Yeah. What, what, yeah. what was it? <laughs> uh, me and the dog. Ah, oh, brilliant. I love that. So you were still connected. That's okay. Yeah. Me and the dog. And, yeah, you know, connect to a few people I know. I connect to important people remotely at New Year's. That's what I do. Whether it's through telephone or um, computer, internet, whatever, Facebook, those people that matter to me, I reach out to, say Happy New Year, things like that. But largely, oh, do you know what? I think it's years of working in bars at New Year's Eve has right. traumatised me to the fact that drunk people just want to go around and kiss everyone at midnight. I'm like, why? Get away! <laughs> you know? Oh! <laughs> Especially now in a post-COVID world. <laughs> it's interesting because I've got family members that, you know, stick with this tradition of, um, you know, calling each other. Um, they're all hammered. They start crying. And I'm like, what are we crying for? I mean, what's this about? Let's just, it's another day. that Let's just, you know, focus. My, my sister was off in bed before midnight. Really? Why? Oh, yeah. Just another night, I'm going to bed. Yep. <laughs> um, not always, she does sometimes go to parties and things, but I think particularly since she's had um, since she's had the children. But my sister's always been an early-to-bed person anyway. Right, I, right. She's also a Vicky, but you, you don't want to mess with Vicky's bedtime. <laughs> I saw a Probably brilliant pillow, actually. I only bought it for her for Christmas. There's this pillow, and on it it says, please leave before 9pm. <laughs> I almost bought it for a couch at home, but I thought, mm, I can see some of the family perhaps not liking that. <laughs> well, maybe maybe, maybe she could, right? Keep it up in her room, and then when people come to visit that she's not so fast on, she can put it out. No, it's everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, come on, let's, let's talk right, about Right, so, yeah, January blues. Now, firstly, this is something I, that I've been thinking about. The January Blues, we've just had what is, without doubt, emotionally a stressful time, okay? Christmas is, and New Year, they are both stressful times emotionally because we spend time with people we don't want to, we miss people that we're not with, that we would rather be with. We put ourselves under loads of expectations and pressures and the stress and hard that we've talked about over the past few episodes. So now, right, it's January, Everything's back to normal. I'm back to my routine. Things are back to normal. I can go back to doing what I do day in, day out. That's good, right? Well, if we think about what we talked about before in the, the previous episodes, you know, all the dopamine going, right? And the what goes up must come down. And we come back to normality and the brain starts clicking in and going, oh, no, but I've got to go back to work. I've got to get back into that routine. And what if something bad's happened? Or what if I'm not going to be able to do this? Or what if? And so we move back into threat system again. And the adrenaline and the cortisol kick back in. And we've got 
you know, not a huge amount of sunlight. We got the, the darker um, evenings and, you know, all of that impacts on us and makes us think, oh, and we start then wishing towards the future. And again, that puts us into threat system. People can't wait for the summer holidays, can they? In no, January, that... everyone is thinking about the summer holidays. I mean, not to blow your mind, but if we thought about how many weeks we're alive on the planet, if let's do let's do the maths on this, right? Yeah. This, this 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 really resonated with me. So there's right? fifty two weeks in a year. Yep. Okay, and yep. we live for what average lifespan seventy years old? Yeah, 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 yeah. There are thereabouts. That makes three thousand six hundred and forty weeks. Right. Okay. And how many weeks are there from January to the summer, effectively? Uh, so you're looking at what? Five months, six months. Right. So that equates to five lots of seven. Uh, five. Well, five lots of thirty, hundred and fifty days. Right. Right. So five, or, or in weeks, then five lots of four, twenty weeks. Twenty weeks. Right. So take that off of what you've got. Or half that and take that off of what you've got. No, hold on. I've done that wrong then. Add 20 back on, divide by two, and then uh, take that off. 1,800. That's what that leaves us. So so we basically have, have basically wished 1,800 weeks of our, our life away, if we live, to the time where we're 70. But kids don't, do they? Right. What do you know why that is? Uh, they don't have a mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> Majority of the time, they're in the moment. They're yeah. The moment. They've not hugely learned at this point how to worry, right? Or like you say, they, they don't necessarily have the stressors, right? Do you know? Well, I often say, Vicky. I often say. Oh, do you remember the good old days when the biggest worry in your life was what's for tea? <laughs> oh, I hope it's not pizza. I ate pizza. I don't want a pizza for tea tonight. If it's pizza and oven chips, I'm going to be so upset. And that was literally like the like the, it better be fish fingers. <laughs> that was like your biggest stress in life. Like, oh, if that was the biggest stress in my life now, wow, <laughs> wow. And, and and that's and that's the difficulty. And then it, it, it's the famous thing. So you, you then get to the summer, right? And, you know, it, it, it comes. And, and what do we start doing? We start then worrying about the winter coming and how that's starting to draw forward. And so we're, we're rushing some more weeks of our life away, right? Yeah. No, we are champion warriors. Yeah. Um, it, it, and even to the point where we start worrying about worrying, <laughs> no, we're we're on the we're on the borderline of, uh, you know, disappearing up our own behinds through a spiral. There. <laughs> well, hold that thought because we're going to do general anxiety disorder. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, entirely. You know, yeah. it's also it's that thing of like, I think for, ja for January, January blues. You know, I think there's lots of different reasons. It's financially, it's a hard time of year. Yeah, long month. Just yeah. splurged a load of money at Christmas. Yeah. It's a long month as well. Yeah. Um, we've got 
worse weather. We've got, like you say, less daylight. But we are going to do an episode on seasonal defective disorder, aren't we? So yeah, we'll leave yeah. that. Um, but yeah, so but in my head, in some ways, this doesn't make sense to me because I want to get back to routine. So if I want to get back to routine, if I want to get back to the certainty of I know what's going to happen every day, I've no, I haven't got blurs anymore. Mm-hmm. Why does it feel so bad? So our brains are hardwired to look for danger. Yeah. It's not our brain's fault. It's just what they do, right? And because we're not in cave people times anymore with the same dangers of saber-toothed tiger or whatever, you know, that was always lurking around the corner to kill us or potentially trying to eat us, we, our brains, it scans for worry. It scans for trouble. So once it's it's bottomed out for one worry it essentially finds something else it's a little bit like the game of whack-a-mole do you remember whack-a-mole yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so that's exactly what our brains do you you you, you quash one and it's another one pops up so it's essentially you'll find something to worry about work so oh, what if something's happened while i've been away or um Oh, I don't know if any if they they were talking to me this morning. What have I done? Did I do something to offend them at the Christmas party? Or and so it's it's constantly scanning for trouble. Um, and you know, by and large, most people once they get back into work and the routine, they 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 will settle a little bit. But going back again, that that dopamine surge, what goes up must come down. And if you're still worrying, you're still sat in threat, aren't you? Yeah. So does this come back to what we were saying last week about managing these peaks and troughs of dopamine? Yes, indeed. 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 And if you think... So, but, so hold on, because Go. that in itself, I think, can be dangerous. Go on. Because we all know the most difficult thing about dopamine is that it's a drug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the most dangerous thing about any drug is it's addictive. Mm-hmm. Okay, so dopamine is addictive. We know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's January blues. I'm feeling rubbish. I'm fed up. So I need a, I need a little. I need a kick of dopamine to pick me up to make me feel better. So even without knowing I'm doing it, I'm looking for things to stimulate that dopamine. Right. So I'm on the Amazon website or I'm nipping across the road to get a chocolate bar from the shop. Yep. Or, or oh, we'll just go for a pint after work. Or, and or, what's happened to the New Year's resolution? Well, they've gone because we need the we need the kick. We need the kick. Right. Exactly. So the answer is make no resolutions and just keep feeding yourself dopamine, right? Mm-hmm. Remember no. what we said. Oh, what goes oh, up? Right, okay. So, so apparently what goes not. Up must come down. What okay. goes up must come down. It, this this comes back to finding some balance, right? This comes back to living in the present and the here and the now. You know, this phrase mindfulness gets banded around a lot. Mindfulness is not just about meditation. No, mindfulness... the coloring books. It's about the coloring. <laughs> okay, well, so those coloring books work for some people. Again, though, if you're perfection or you're a perfectionist, trying to stay in those lines gets their their threat system going, right? So actually, they're not in the, the, the they're not in the current moment. They're in threat system, right? So mindfulness is a practice of being in, in the here and the now and being present with something. 
right? It's it's about um, finding those positive things that you like. So you you said, well, I was hanging out with my dog. Dogs are a great, uh, pets are a great source of oxytocin. They, it's unconditional, right? They will oh, hang I, out with you. I'm not sure it's unconditional with cats. But don't don't get the cat listeners on 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 defence here now, Jim. Right? They they have their moments. So when the cat comes up and it's giving up. Yeah, I love cats when they when they're in the right mood. Right, so, but they'll still give love. It might it might be on their terms, but they still give love. <laughs> yeah, you don't get that with Jack Russell. No, you don't. <laughs> Jack Russell, it's just complete unbounded. I don't care whether you want me to love you or not. I'm going to. Yeah, you have been some. <laughs> My plan with Jack Russell. <laughs> <laughs> The the idea is though it's about finding something that that, that you can get next to and and be present with. So you know, last session uh, podcast I talked about you know reading a good book or you know um, going to choir and singing in choir, whether you're any good at it or not. You know, finding other activities that you find enjoyment and you can be in the moment with, and you're not getting caught up in worry. That's the key. It could be the gym. It could be running. The idea is, though, you're not doing it because you're saying to yourself, right, I want to feel better about this. You're doing it because you're running and you're noticing your feet on the ground padding away. You're noticing the rain on your face. You know, you're out walking and you're not thinking about, you know, what you've got to make for tea. You're actually focused on the wind blowing around you and the sounds that you can hear around about you. You're in the moment. You're watching the box set and you're in the moment and you're not overindulging because you're in dopamogenic system. Okay, so so what I'm getting from this is in order to manage our January blues, we need to find something that works for us, mm-hmm. that helps us as an individual escape. Is escape the right word? Well, I'm not sure about it. It's about grounding yourself and becoming present, right? So, just to not... me, I, yeah. I'd say, right, just I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this moment to, to go and forget everything that's a worry. I, I, I would feel, ah. and is that a sense of guilt and, wor- and you know, I'm escaping these worries. I'm giving. I'm, I'm hiding from our responsibilities. I feel, I feel like some people might have this sense of doing these things for yourself is a shameful thing. Ah, now this is this links back to what we talked about before in terms of rules for living, beliefs you have about yourself and assumptions. So if you've got a, a rule for, for living, like um, I must always be busy to show that I care about something. If I don't or I'm not busy, it says I don't care about something. That might make somebody feel guilty. Okay. If they're a perfectionist, um, it might be I must, um, you know, be on the go constantly, um, cleaning, doing X, Y, Z. Otherwise, that says I'm dirty or I'm, I'm lazy. That's where the guilt, these are emotions we're talking about that would start to kick in based on the negative thoughts we're having. The idea is, is the way to think about it, it's a little bit like, imagine you've got a radio playing, right? Or 
indeed YouTube channels, right? Or yeah. um, TikTok, right? If you were watching something on there or listening to that and you didn't like it, what would you do? Well, they, they turn it off, they change channel, they swipe to the next thing, whatever it is, whichever right. means on right exactly exactly right so the same principle applies to us you know all those channels represent um you know it could be sad fm it could be angry fm it could be um happy fm um shame fm they 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 all link to negative thoughts that we're having or positive ones and going back to some previous podcasts we will have so many negative ones there's very few of the positive ones right so the idea is, is when you tap into giving, you know, changing the channel and moving on to something more positive, the idea is you're giving your mind a rest from that. It's not about get, saying you're getting rid of it completely. It's about changing the channel and giving yourself permission to do that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the hard bit, though, isn't it? Because I think yes. giving yourself permission to change channel, giving yourself permission to say, no, I just need, I need, I need some time for me. I need to do this for me now yeah, yeah. Like, I don't I I I I will preach all day long to people to and then not do it myself that <laughs> take time for yourself self-care is the priority and you've got to make sure that you put yourself first you can't pour from an empty cup make sure you're refilling your own um but then I work myself into the ground because well, funnily old thing, I'm a therapist, right? I am a therapist. I am in here talking to people, and um, as you have said, from more of the expert position. So here's the thing. Um, this goes out to air now, um, but this we recorded this a little earlier, right? Um, my husband's finally got some days off, and we were just sat having some lunch, and, and my auntie was round, and uh, she, she said, what are you doing tomorrow? And I said... I am having the day off. I am giving myself permission to have the day off with my husband. And he said, who are you and what have you done with my wife? <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you see, Are you sure you're going to do that? <laughs> so what does that say, right? <laughs> and also, I suppose, we're guilty sometimes of not allowing people we love to have that time. Oh, I love that you just said that. I am so guilty for this. Because it's so easy to, to focus on yourself, mm -hmm. to say it's about me. Mm -hmm. I need to make, and, and this is this is where it gets written. You know, nobody said it was going to be easy, you know, and living isn't. And yes, you've got to do self-care. Yes, you've got to look after yourself. Yes, you've got to make sure you are okay because you can't pour from an empty cup but at the same time you can't always expect the ones you love to give to you all the time yeah absolutely absolutely and when I said about that guilty part you know I know because of my standards and what I'm doing and how many things I juggle working from home as well you know um when my husband does get time off you know he does like to just chill watch whatever box set it is, read his book, whatever it is. And I'm thinking in my head, come on, I've hoovered, I've done this, I've done that. And you're laughing, right? And yeah, so I, I know, right? But that's based on my stuff. Why can't I give them permission 
to have some time out because they need that. Yeah, entirely. And I think I think it becomes a very difficult balancing act, um, particularly in terms of a relationship. And that when I say relationship, I'm not just talking about uh, a, a partner. It could be a best friend. Yes. It could be uh, a family member that you're close to. You know, these are all relationships. Yeah. Um, and I think whatever level or format relationship is, you've, you've got to be respectful of it. And in order for it to be a healthy relationship, make sure that you allow that person the time that they need to be them. Yeah. 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 Um, but also there are times when you need them to be there for you. And so the, I suppose the, 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 the response to that is that there's also times where you've got to be there for them. And sometimes being there for them means leaving them alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, that's a lot, isn't it? It is. And I'm just thinking, right, let's link this back to January of Blues because this, yeah, be this could be a whole, this could be a whole pop, like, podcast yeah. as well, like relationships. Yeah. Get that one down. Get that one down. Right. So let's link this back to, to January of Blues as well. So we, we were talking about kind to yourself kindness to each other and give himself permission to be in the moment and do something that actually you find nourishment from and can give your your mind to that dial down from the worry didn't we so is that the answer to the january blues is there an answer to the january blues mm-hmm. <laughs> well i suppose it there's there's multiple levels one there's something about the self-talk so that the whether it's the voice or the words you see in your head about, you know, how you view January. So, you know, if you're saying to yourself, oh, God, it's the longest month. Oh, I hate January. Oh, I just need to get this over with. You, There's there's one aspect to it, isn't there? Yeah. If, you're, if, if you set those unrealistic goals and, you know, you need to get dopamine and you're searching in certain places where it then breaks the goals and the rules then that feeds into another set of belief systems for you doesn't it yeah well i, th- I think there's, there's this i think the problem with january is that it is seen as the start of the year mm. um you know it's named after janus the roman god who had uh, two faces one to look forward one to look back Oh. at the start of the year and we look back at everything we've done in the previous year and look forward to everything that we're going to do in the coming year and does Janus need a third face to look at what's happening right now in oh. this month? Oh, I love that idea. Right, so what would that look like? So do we need do we need to celebrate January? Is there something... And maybe, you know... And guys, get in touch, let us know, because maybe you're someone who's got a birthday in January and you hate that your birthday's in January, or maybe it means you don't get January blues because you've got your birthday and you look forward to that and that's your celebration. Because why is January the first month? And, and, and interestingly enough, interestingly enough, so... Because it, it's not for everyone, well, is it? No, so for, for, for me, um, often January is the time when I will have a holiday. So, um, and not because I think, oh, I need this holiday, but just because it's a break perhaps from um, academia and teaching, um, you know, there's less places booked up and actually that that's a uh, it's it's a place where you know 
my husband and I could go off with dogs and just go and chill for a bit. You know, for me, it's just that reset button because you've had the festivities and all the rest of it. So it's just like, oh, actually, I, I saved my holiday and then go go in January and not anywhere abroad either. So, you know, it's just for me, it's something about saying, OK, let's just hit the reset button here and just yeah. chill for a minute. Just chill. Yeah. And just enjoy January. Yeah. Yeah. Don't make it the month of looking backwards or forwards. Enjoy January for, for what it is. Um, find something in that month to celebrate. Well, I'm. could I set a little challenge? Oh, go on. I love a challenge. Right. I so with, without, getting too, <laughs> without getting too much into, you know, I mean, we could do one on gratitude as well. We're not right. We need to start. Oh, those, yeah, right? So um, try throughout January through the day just one thing a day find what we call a sweet moment right and by that i mean you get to sit um, and have a word it's a well you could have a word but that's going to hit you in the dopaminergic system it's something that just brings a smile to your face a genuine warmth right it could be um you know watching a bird outside take from a bird feeder um, for me, it's often something one of the dogs have done. Um, you know, forgive me, husband, you, you do bring joy in my life, but often it's the dogs. <laughs> Just one one sweet moment that brings you a genuine warmth and smile. And you think it might be the way that you were treated um, at, at the supermarket till by, by by somebody who's who served you. And they, you, you just had a moment where it was like, wow, that really felt nice that they just one moment a day. One one moment and hold that moment when you feel things are tough throughout the day and bring it to your mind and just see how it makes you feel. It's a good challenge, folks. It's a good challenge. You know, spend, just find something, find that nugget of good each day. And maybe, maybe my own challenge here, maybe try and do something good for somebody else. Maybe try and be that moment of joy, that nugget of joy in someone else's day. I love that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a scout leader. I've been a scout all my life. Well, I say all my life. I was six when I joined in. Um, and, you know, there's that thing of doing a good deal a day. You know, and Baden Powell in his last message to the scout movement said, if nothing else, try and leave every experience a little bit better than you found it nice so you know just when you when you're having a conversation when you're doing something when you think i could hold the door for that person but i'm in a rush just just take, take 10 seconds and hold the door <laughs> or do just do something each day a tiny thing for someone else and be the reason that they perhaps have that sweet moment There we go. Two two different challenges. Make of that what you will, folks. <laughs> um, and until next episode, when I've completely lost the plot as to what we're doing, so uh, <laughs> it will be an episode on mental health, folks. There's a big shock. <laughs> uh, and until next episode, just be kind to each other and to yourselves. Take care, everyone.
Weil du hast.